BNT Talk College Sports. Hey everybody, welcome to BNT Talk College Sports. I'm your host T with your other host B. What's up, B? Not much. Just sort of chilling. Just ready for sports to be back. The amount of football highlights that Ben and I watch. Yeah. During this time of year, during like July, especially like right now, July 2023, we've watched probably hours worth of. It's it's pretty crazy. Like just it's not even like highlights. It's not like to the point where it's, it's like co- it's like compilation videos. Well, it's not even that anymore. It used to be like all oh, best college plays of the 2022 season, or like yeah. top 100 plays, or like hardest hitting yeah. hits, or yeah. best touchdown. It's just like. Hit Tennessee from last year. Full yeah, game. it's like full game, <laughs> three hour long. Like, yeah, full game. It's like Keaton Slovis or Hendon Hooker. Yeah, but at least to be fair, yeah. we were just scouting our yeah. Lions quarterback and quarterback. BYU quarterback. Yes, yes. Okay, I was yeah. like, oh, Slovis is being drafted to the Lions now, no, but no, no Hendon no, Hooker. No. That's right. Yeah. By the way, and that just reminded me how awesome Tennessee was. I actually ended they, up watching. They were so good. Uh, I and we'll we're doing ACC today. We'll, SEC we'll, next week. We'll do SEC next week. But that was that was such an awesome team last year it for was. Tennessee. It was it was sad that Hendon Hooker got injured. Yep. Um, because they had a shot for the playoffs. They they did get crushed by Georgia though. But yeah, but if Hendon Hooker hadn't gotten hurt or they hadn't lost any other games, they would have been in. Nah, so yeah, but anyway, so we're gonna talk the Atlantic Coast Conference today, ACC, right up Ben's alley. Yep, um, I'm very excited to talk about the ACC. Ben, ben has been itching to do this episode for a bit, so I'm actually really, really not. <laughs> ACC just really, they don't really do it for me. You know, it's Ben, okay. you you said that Ben as you move to the edge of your seat. So Ben is literally on the That's edge true. of his seat. I literally right am now. on the edge of my seat to so, talk about which is better out of Virginia and Virginia Tech. No, which we, will win two games and which that. will win three. And we just and we just love that. So we do. Um, I say we just get right underway. Let's do it. Let's just let's just go. Unless unless there, is there anything pressing to announce? No. Because it's mid July, um, there's nothing going on. No, nope. just yeah. Please help us. Anyway, um, we and I do want to shout out a couple of our listeners. One being Alex Holmes, uh, a guest of the show as well yeah. um, on the previous episode. Um, we and a couple him and a couple other people have been asking about when our BYU preview will okay. be. And even though, because we really didn't preview BYU as much, because yeah. we said we would yeah. in our Big Twelve episode, we'll uh, deep we would dive later after the SEC. Yeah, we'll do a deep dive. I said probably before the season. It'll come in August. Yeah, it's funny because I remember just saying, "Oh, just like in August, in August, in August," and it, now we're there. We're like eight or nine days away from August, yeah. so it's coming soon. So shout out to our listeners, and again, if you're dialing in, feel free to reach out to Ben or I about. About what kind of content you want to see, yeah. and what kind of uh, what kind of things you want to hear about, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, just want to clear that. So let's uh, let's just dive right into the ACC. 
Uh, we've been going basically with the Athlon Sports rankings yeah. for now, uh, along with various other reports. But uh, I do like the Athlon. Uh, I actually don't know who writes it. Stephen Lasson. It, it gives me like a vibe. Exactly. He does a very good job of keeping up with what's going on in the off season and whatnot. But we do do our research. And Ben, being the ACC guru that he is, um, it does, is on, does keep up very well. Yeah. In, in general, college yeah, football, but yeah. ACC too. Yeah. Uh, the problem is I just have to like – I have to try to remove all of the biases that I have. And, and, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I will be there for that. Okay. I will be here for that. You <laughs> yeah. can, you can say whatever you want about the ACC. I'll call out your biases. I will um, play devil's advocate, and I'll give my own takes as well. That's okay. that's that. But yeah. but which is normally what happens. But I'll mm-hmm. especially play devil's advocate and whoa whoa whoa. Come on, man. That's the ACC. Or whoa, 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 man. It's the ACC biases today with yeah. you. So um, let's just go through. We can talk deeply about the the. I the feel top, like I know, I know these teams better. Like, so, like our our discussion of them, I think, is going to have a, a lot of substance. Whereas, like the the bottom of like, I'm like, I don't really know what to say about Indiana. Like I don't really have anything to say. We've established last episode that we would be a Maryland and Rutgers football podcast duo, too. So we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to like who's gonna be your co-host for that? Because <laughs> I will not be participating in that. Do, uh, do you know anyone who's a Maryland football fan besides no. Scott Van Pelt no. or a Rutgers football fan? We'll have to go to. Uh, College Park, Maryland, or Piscataway, New Jersey, for that. So, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, we will. Yeah, I, this will definitely be of more substance. Being we're from Virginia, we're Virginia boys. We grew up around these teams. Yeah, uh, and we tend to keep up with these teams. You wake up out here in Utah, Mountain Time, ten a.m., and boom, there's a twelve p.m. Eastern Time kickoff, Clemson UNC. Actually, if they, those two were playing, probably a night game. Yeah. But Pitt Louisville. Yeah. Virginia Tech, Miami, UVA Duke, and not the basketball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, football. So, but well, let's just dive right into the top. We can discuss these top teams. There's some teams that aren't going to be that much to talk about. Do, do you agree that there's two teams that should be better than everybody else? Yes. So this we, is this is a throwback. I. I there's yeah there's two top teams. It's, it feels it makes me feel nostalgic. Nostalgic like nostalgic as of like two years ago. Or sorry, no, ten, like ten, 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 ten. Yeah, That's what I meant to say. That's what I meant to say. Ten. I don't know why I said two. Yeah. Uh, the two teams from ten years ago. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, like it'd be like sixth grade or something, and you know that game's coming up, and you know that game determines who wins the conference. Yeah. In one, only one of those teams would win it every single time. Correct. But, I, but I think there's a couple, there's a couple really interesting teams in my opinion that could make a run for their, for their money as yeah, far as they're not, they're not unbeatable teams Yeah, by any so, means, but I think generally they're better than everybody else. Yeah. So, you know what, let's, let's just, let's just, let's just cut say to the chase. Let's just say who they are. Number one and number two, 
Clemson and Florida State. Clemson and Florida State. The Athlon has Florida State at one, Clemson at two, but mm-hmm. I feel like those are pretty interchangeable. So yeah. let's dive in. We know more about Clemson, I feel like. Yeah. Florida State last year had a very solid win against LSU. Kind of a fluky win almost. Yeah. Uh, maybe not like a fluky win, but. I'd say fluky win. It was a fluky it's finish. Fun. A fluky yes. finish for yeah. sure. Uh, but injuries slash just. Florida State has been kind of a mess. For a while. For a while. So since Jameis. Since, yeah, since Jameis Winston. Because you have – who's the past few quarterbacks? Francois. You remember that guy? Yeah, Blackman. He's like 160 pounds. Yeah. Couldn't throw the ball. It's like a Lamar Jackson that couldn't throw or they run. They had Hornibrook one year. They did have Hornibrook. <laughs> uh, and then their most recent quarterback, Travis Jordan – Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis, excuse me. He's good. Uh, and who is supposed to take a really big leap this year. Yeah, and he's good last year too. He's good last year, but there's still like – there's still some signs of like, eh. Um, he, he's not quite there yet. Yeah. I think Florida State fans were kind of expecting more of a I, jump this I, year. Oh, you mean this year. Sorry, yeah, from last year. Last year oh, they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what, this year we're not expecting much. I felt, I felt like that was a he very – did, He did enough to make you happy and make you go, oh, next year he will be great. Yeah. And I think the ACC as a whole is a little down. This year, Sam Hartman, we'll get there, is not going to be a Wake Forest. <laughs> uh, no, I just love – I love the ACC is down, guys. That's what we've been saying for like 10 years. (laughs) Just this year, guys. But, yeah, I I think – In regards to like the middle pack of teams, they don't scare me as much as the middle pack of the Pac-12 or the Big 12 or the Big 10. Yeah. That I feel like there's two really good teams in Florida State and Clemson. There's three teams uh, other than – so a, a total of five teams that are like, oh, these teams are good. Yeah. Then you might have one or two other teams that are going to be bowl eligible. Yeah. That, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, yeah, yeah. let's dive into Florida State a little bit. So we're getting Jordan Travis back. Um, Trey Benson. Keon Coleman. Keon Coleman is the transfer wide receiver from Michigan State. He was slotted in to be their best receiver this year. He's going to be make a big impact. The defensive side of the ball is good, too. Um they got a transfer at corner, Fentrell Cypress, who was basically the best corner for Virginia. He's going to be an NFL player. Um, Jared Verse, who was projected to be a first-round pick on the D-line, is back. They just bring a lot back on a team that won 10 games this year. So you got to feel very confident. And they play LSU this year, right? Yeah, that's the first game of the season. That's, that's, that's a, that was a great game last year. I think both teams are better than they Last year, dramatically. I, I'm i interested to see how this game goes, though. Although Florida State is better, I think LSU is just... They're really good. They're just dang good. So even if LSU beat Florida State by, like, 20, like, even if they, like, beat them pretty good, I still, like... I'm just going to be like, you know, LSU is really good, and Florida State still needs a couple games Yeah. to, like... Prove that they're good, 
I'm not gonna. I think. I think it would. I, I feel like it, it. It's not gonna be like a lose lose situation. That's, that's gonna that game for Florida gonna, State. It's gonna hurt a lot less for Florida State to lose that game. Like I feel like LSU needs that game more because Florida State's like, look, if we're not if we didn't beat Clemson this year, we were screwed anyway. So if we lose to LSU, what's the harm? Whereas LSU's like crap. Like we have to beat Bama. We have to beat. We'll get into all those teams next week. We have to beat Georgia in the SEC title game if we get there. So, like, in terms of playoff hopes and stuff, I think there's a lot more margin for error for Florida State than this game. Oh, correct. Well, they're the underdog, and that's just the luxury of being the underdog. Are they? To LSU? I, I, like, I think this is a top-ten matchup. Yeah, but the, they're still the underdog. Where is it? Is it in Baton Rouge? I... Believe it. it Did they play I in actually, New Orleans last year? Yeah, I actually think it's going to be in Florida State, like in Tallahassee. I think. Oh, but, is it? But regardless, I mean, I still they're still the underdog. If you're going from recency bias, they're still the underdog. It does. It doesn't matter. Like you can't. You can't tell me. You can't tell me Florida State. So it stopped with your <laughs> ACC bias. No, that's not. Dude, no, dude you are. You are out of your mind if you think that I'm sitting here just like I just love Florida State. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what you are doing? You are sitting here saying, well, you know what? You know, uh, uh, pretty decent, pretty good Florida State team last year is definitely not an underdog. They won 10 games last year, and they bring back, like, everybody of, of note. Yeah, but it's good. LSU, LSU's predicted to win the SEC. No, they're not. Yeah, with uh, – They're really good, but, like, uh, I wouldn't okay, go that far. Or second, fine. Georgia, then LSU. Yeah. They're predicted but to win the like, SEC it's like, West. It's like two 10-win teams that should be better than, like – Okay, okay, okay. okay, 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 okay. Take... At Florida State, at Florida State, LSU's favored by, like, three. Okay. If you take a 10-win ACC team versus a 10-win SEC team, you're going to take the SEC team. You're, yeah. you, you just will. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying Florida yeah, State. Yeah, I just don't think – I just I think it's closer than you think. Oh, that's fair. I still think LSU – You know, I think LSU's probably I – would, I would characterize it as a toss-up, but, like, betting-wise, I think even in Tallahassee, I think LSU's favored by two and a half, three. I – Okay, if, if that's where you stand, I, I can live with that. Okay. I, I just respectfully disagree, but not too far. Okay. I, I feel like it's more like 10. Like, that's what the line should be, in my mind. Okay. Not like two and a half or three. All right. Let me let me find out what it is. Now, yeah, find out what it is. is it I promise I didn't look. LSU two and a half. I mean, that's that's fine. I promise I didn't look. Well, that's, no, that's fine. <laughs> Well, that's that's fine. No, anyway, but I did. But no, I like this discussion. My my point still stays the same. Where else you can win by twenty, and it doesn't really matter. And Florida State will still be fine. And you're very much right. It's LSU needs it a lot more. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm not. We're gonna have to confirm where that is. According to the ACC schedule graphic, I'm looking at. It it's a home game for Tallahassee. It's at the camping world. It's the camping world's kickoff. Is that like Jacksonville? Um. Well, 
Orlando. Orlando. Oh, yeah, okay, that's so, true. So, like, yeah. I mean, like, LSU fans will be there. Florida State fans yeah. will be there. It's a little different. It'll be kind of even. It's, but a little, it's a little different from uh, from being Tallahassee. Yeah, what's the stadium there? Dope Campbell Stadium. That's it. Good stadium. Yeah. Good stadium. Well, it's fun to have Florida State in this discussion. It's it, yes, I agree. College football we we is more them. fun. It's more fun with Florida State. Florida State's kind of a fun team to hate. Yeah, and and like the ACC, it's like you don't need. Like, the ACC's never been a power conference, but it's nice to have two powers. Yeah. Not just the one. And, and honestly, like, this is a, a personal bias of me of mine. It's kind of hard to hate Clemson, even when they're really good. I agree. It, it, it's kind of hard to root against them. Florida State's an easier bad guy, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But, again, you know, there's ties with Dabo Sweeney, UVA, and I, I really like Dabo, uh, as, yeah, I know, as, know. I know, as I know you do. Yeah, no, I, I used to not, but I do like him. Um, so, but yeah. that that game's going to be huge. Uh, they play Clemson on the road. That's going to be hard. Tough. That's going to be probably, I'm sure, game day and like the big time game of the week. Yeah, and then um, other than that, I mean, they manageable have manageable schedule. Manageable schedule. You just have to win one of those big games and then win the ACC championship. Which, hmm, that could be Clemson. Again. It could. It very much depends. That because also, that 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 is the new format of the ACC this year. They don't get their their free ACC championship win against whichever coastal team that no one cares about uh, wins and then loses by twenty. Yeah. Um, so, but and we also have to remember Florida and Florida, Florida State and Florida play each other at the end of the year, which yeah. I feel like. Regardless of how good or bad either team is, which I feel it's like always, this is the, it's always something that you have to it, have, keep it, in mind. It, yes, it happens with most rivalry games where that's the case, where yeah, the team that's maybe not as good is still going to get up and and yeah. be ready to play and yeah. and give them a good fight yeah. for a good amount of time at least. If that's the whole game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm yeah. interested for that. But, yeah, that LSU game is definitely going to be the highlight of, of week one for college football. So, I that's exciting. So. Let's uh, let's go Talk to Clemson. Cade um, Klubnick is the quarterback. I like Klubnick. I don't know how much I like Klubnick. I, I think he's good. I think he's good. I think we just didn't see a ton from him. Uh he was he was better than DJU dramatically. Well, he came into that UNC game and just provided a spark that was much needed. And just like they looked like a different team. Yeah. Whereas everyone was like, "Where was this in week three? Um. So there's that aspect of it, along with like, you know, Clemson's always just gonna have dudes, just everywhere. Yeah. Like I just like just like five star, four high four star. Like, just athletes that only, like, five schools in this country get. So, like, you got to keep in that that in mind. Will Shipley's back again. I was going to mention Will Shipley. This feels like a prime opportunity for him to maybe break out. I was going to say. I feel like we've been waiting for that. I feel like he is a dark horse Heisman candidate. Mm-hmm. Will he win? I don't think so. But no, I think he I could make. I just don't think non-quarterbacks can really win. 
at this. I I think he could make. I think he it's could, he could go. Like like yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I feel like he could be a top five or top three for sure kind of guy as far as Heisman. Yeah. We because should. I that. like Will Shipley. Once a lot. we finish, should we do a Heisman related? Um, we do a Heisman and like our college football playoff picks right. once we conclude the conferences and stuff. All right. And then we're going to have to talk about Notre Dame too because they're interesting. Yeah. That'll well, be related to Wake Forest a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah, we so. can just mention that in a... He's got their own episode. Yeah, we should... You'd like that, wouldn't you, Notre Dame? Yeah, Notre Dame would. Where's that special? Get yeah. your own network. Oh my god. Get your own... You don't even have a conference. I just hate you Notre Dame. You get your own BNT Talk college sports episode. I just hate Notre Dame so much. Yeah. But, um, but, but they're, anyway, they're, always, they're always worth mentioning. Oh, well, they, well, well, they play Clemson this year. They do. That's going to be uh, – <laughs> I, I hate saying – They have a gonna, fun schedule. I just hate saying that it's going to be a big game. But that's like what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's just like – I like that the ACC, these two ACC teams – I like that they each have like a really good a really good game that's not just each other. Yeah. That the fact that they each have one other that's very noteworthy. Like an out of con- like an out of conference yeah. powerhouse of a team. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just interested to see uh even South Carolina. At the end of the year, yeah. I think we'll be pretty good. I yeah, and so that'll, that'll be a tough. Be that'll be a tough game for about that one. That'll be a tough game for Clemson for Clemson to play. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that might be just another trap game. If they if they could very easily be undefeated going into that game. Yeah, they have UNC that week before, so they have a tough <laughs> stretch against the Carolinas there, but. It's uh, I think that's I'm. This is probably the schedule I'm most excited for. I, I think so too, and I, I think it's very relevant too to make sure that we're bringing up um, uh, the offensive coordinator change for Clemson too. I think my biggest knock on Clemson lately, like ever since Trevor Lawrence has been there, has been their unwillingness to like adjust. Like they're very much like not about the transfer portal. They're not about bringing in outside influences in terms of like coaches and coordinators. But after last year, they finally determined, yeah, we're going to need new OC. So they got rid of Brandon Streeter, who had been the quarterback's coach before Tony Elliott and then took over once Tony Elliott left for UVA. But now they have Garrett Riley, brother of Lincoln Riley, coming over from TCU. Had a lot of success in Mexico. So I think that's a big boost. I think Clemson, they needed some tweaking, like some like just an adjustment strategy. And I think I think this does it. I'm curious to see. You never know how well things like this gel. But I think this gives them a shot at least to be back to their old selves, like during the Watson, Lawrence, Rotage Boy, the even before Watson. But I think something important, too, is that they're going to have a new offense kind of surrounded about – kind of surrounded around Club Nick, mm-hmm. too. Because he, he ran more than DJU, yeah. more mobile. They're going to make easy plays, screens, check downs for him with really yeah. – really uh, 
good receiving backs. Again, Will Shipley. Yeah. Will Shipley's almost like – I'll imagine him having a Christian McCaffrey-type season. I don't really think he's as athletic as Christian McCaffrey, yeah. but I kind of see – that's how I see he, – he can elude tackles, break tackles, and he's a good receiving back, which I like. It's okay. You could have just said they're both playing running backs. No, because <laughs> – because no, there's kidding. there's some yeah, I'm just kidding. there's some he, he's more lightning than thunder you feel me yeah and so yeah that's that's kind of interesting another interesting thing is that you mentioned the offensive coordinator change there's so many teams here in the ACC uh, that have had an offensive coordinator change yeah uh, Clemson UNC. NC State. NC State. Miami. Miami. Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse. Um, Is there any other teams off the – those are just off the top of our be, head. There may be. Louisville got a new coach. So yes, they probably Louisville. So they got a new coaching uh, – I don't know I'm if sure they got they a new offensive corner. They I'm probably sure they did. did. Yeah. So uh, – Georgia Tech, probably. Georgia. New staff. So it's just going to be a kind of interesting. I get. I keep saying, "Oh, this is a big game," or "Oh, this is interesting." But that's what it is. These yeah, are big yeah, games, yeah. and these moves are interesting. It's going to be very intriguing. I'll switch yep. it up. Be very intriguing to see because we're so used to maybe the transfer portal with players, but yet they go to schools. So, for example. Caleb Williams from Oklahoma to USC. I guess Lincoln Riley also went. But it still sticks with, like, that brand, the style of play. Or maybe like a Hornerbrook when you went from Wisconsin to Florida State. Like, yeah, it was like a new, totally different quarterback. Yeah. But – he played at Florida State, and it kind of just blended with Florida State, you felt like. Yeah. Even with Hornerbrook at quarterback. We're now going to see, like, oh, UNC last year was this total offensive powerhouse. But now they have a totally different offensive coordinator. Are they going to be the same? That happened with UVA last year. An offensive powerhouse, you get a new offensive coordinator, kind of dies down. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's putting it lightly. Um, uh, yeah, so and, things and now, can and, change on a dime. Well, and I, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that and they had trans- a great defense after having the worst defense ever. <laughs> that's true. Well, I guess what <laughs> I'm trying to say is that's that, that – It goes along with your point. Yeah, that with transfer portal players, things could change, but it's not like overnight. But with coaching changes, oh, man, it's night and day. So we might yeah. see a totally different ACC um, than what we saw yeah. even these past few years. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the game I'm highlighting for Clemson is probably that Notre Dame game. And it's always fun when they play. Yeah. And then definitely that South Carolina game. I'm choosing two of those two out of conference in conference. Obviously Florida state's going to be a big game. I think playing away at Miami and NC state uh, could be just, those are games to look out for. If you look at Clemson's history of playing at NC state in Raleigh, NC state. iffy. They, they just give them a hard time. Yeah. They just give them a hard time. They're just a tricky team to deal with. So, from Clemson's point of view. So, that's that's our takes right now on Florida State and Clemson. 
we'll go these next let's go these next couple teams here with UNC Miami because UNC I feel like the top two teams are clear you have UNC who had a really good year last year won the ACC and brings back Drake May who again maybe another potential Heisman dark horse candidate yeah he can he's capable of putting up those numbers that's for sure he did as a freshman but they're just so – their defense was so bad last year. Yeah. Um, so they're – and they're they, – they get a new offensive coordinator. So it's like what kind of UNC will we see? But I put them still on a tier under Clemson. And UNC – all right, Clemson and Florida State. But then I have like a couple other teams below UNC on their own tier that could potentially run UNC – Clemson, Florida State for a top three spot. So, yeah. uh, but we'll talk UNC uh, here, and Miami's interesting as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of laid a little foundation here, but what do you think? So you got Drake May coming back as a sophomore. As a freshman, it felt like he was a sensation yeah. as a he's quarterback. Like he, uh, he is a sophomore, but I think it is um, – he's like a redshirt sophomore. That is uh, like important to note, just for draft purposes, that he's eligible for some kind of drafts. Yeah, and almost certainly will be entering it. Yeah, the new OC there. I, but when you said when I was mentioning my ACC bias, I didn't mean it positively. I meant it negatively. And this is one of those things where I, I don't believe in UNC at all because uh, you really can't point anything to me besides Drake May and the only and without Phil Longo there I have questions I I actually agree with that the you defense know? will suck there, there's no questions there yeah. it will be bad you've got a corpse as a head coach <laughs> who that, has no idea what's going on the, the video of Mac Brown after they beat Appalachian State in the locker room is like one of those, it's probably my favorite yeah. locker room coach video Dude, there is. I, and it's I'm so biased. so I, funny. I hate him. He's the worst. I can't stand him. Um, he had a good run for sure. The now he just now he just has bag men just bringing in four and five stars so they can come in do nothing, lose all their NFL hopes and treats. Um, that's where my bias is coming in and complaining about them. But, yeah, I'm not as bullish on this. Like, I don't think they're as good as last year. I, I, you know, I said I would be devil's advocate for yeah. that. I would take away your bias, but I can't really disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, I w- Playing devil's advocate. I don't think they're going right to be bad. Now, I just think they're going to be closer to mediocre than good. They're going to be more like an eight and four. I think so, Kind of team. Yeah. I think – the one thing though, Drake May's good. Yeah, and, and I and I really don't think, I really don't think it matters. Like you have to have weapons to some extent, but when you have a quarterback as talented as him, it's almost like Tom Brady in the sense like had weapons, but Tom Brady could also throw to no ones to yeah no nobodies yeah, essentially. I, like, so yeah. I feel like it's a similar principle there. Yeah, but I think I think the rest of it keeps them from being like. Better than just like eight four, having a bad defense, a question mark of a coach. If it's just the quarterback, 
like it's possible that he could be great and they're just eight and four. That's true. That's kind of what they did last that's what, year. That's what they did with Sam Howell. That's what they did last year. Is they just and Sam Howell they just yeah. outscored. Yeah, opponents, and then I mean, sometimes they won. And yeah, and sometimes sometimes <laughs> and they that's just the, that's the four. Uh, the eight is where they outscored other other teams. The four is when they did. Yeah, but this is why I will say though, I love there, that South Carolina game. That's that, that South Carolina game is going to be awesome. Yeah, Potent, another potential game day. If it's not Florida State LSU, it's going to be UNC and South Carolina. But look at the rest of that schedule. You play Appalachian State. That's not an easy game. No. Nope. You play Minnesota. That's not going to be an easy game. No. Nope. Your first like, uh, your first in conference game is against Pitt away. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that's. I think UNC's it's not better. Easy. I I think UNC's better, and I think they'll win. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were one in three, zero oh, in four, even. Yeah. That would be insane. I. Um. So I think that's just a really tough schedule, just right off the bat. Uh, you're going through October. October they'll win all those games. Mm-hmm. They'll beat Syracuse. I think they'll beat Miami. We'll talk about Miami in a second. UVA, Georgia Tech, and Campbell. Yeah. They play Duke. I don't even know if they'll be able to beat Duke. They barely did last year. They got Clemson and NC State to finish out the season. That's tough. It is tough. I could see them going seven and five, honestly. Yeah. Uh so having them as three, yeah, and that, that's I initially felt, but again, before you even mentioned your takes and and even your bias, I'm with you. And, yeah. and that's and there's not really much of a bias. I've got some more. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, no, 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 not about UNC. About others. Oh, about, oh, oh, yeah, more, as, as oh, you have more biased takes. Yeah. I got you, okay. But, but, like, this is one, like, I have biased takes, but I do believe them, too. Like, I believe this one. Yeah. I believe that UNC, I always believe that UNC is overrated. Always. Remember when they were considered, like, a top ten team two years ago and went, like, seven and five? Because yeah. they couldn't. Stop anyone. Yeah. Anyway. Who's their defensive coordinator? Gene Chizik? Yes, he's awful. Isn't he, like, wasn't, isn't he, like, pretty good? Or, like, was pretty good at, like, other places? I'm pretty sure his, um, well, what he did, what he's known for is he won a national championship with Auburn because boosters paid Cam Newton to go there. So that's the extent of his. He's like the Kevin Ollie of college football. <laughs> that's that's actually a pretty good comparison. I let me let, let, let me make sure he was the coach when during he, that. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, it was Gene it Chizik. Mal, it wasn't Malzahn. No, it, it was Gene Chizik. He was the coach when when they won and okay twenty ten. Yeah, two thousand ten. Yeah, you're probably right. I just wanted I wanted to fact check myself, but I, I was pretty sure. Yeah. So, speaking of yep, overrated right. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why do we assume that they're just that the fact that they were horrible is just going to be fixed? Why do we? Why <laughs> th- th- this is no this is my turn. Why do we think they're good every year? <laughs> they never are. 
<laughs> like, how many times do we have to do this? Dude, Tyler Van Dyke's going to have a breakout year. Remember when he was when he was projected to be the best quarterback in the ACC just because he had, like, two good games the previous year? He... Like, I just, I don't get it. I don't Did think... you get where I'm coming from? Where, like, I, like, where it's, like, I feel like I'm... Like, I'm going crazy. Hey, where we're but, like, well, of course Miami and UNC are going to be great, because they always are. And I'm like, when are they? They never are good. I, to be fair, UNC was good last year. Okay. And they've yeah, got a really good quarterback. Miami sucked. <laughs> why Why will they be better? Because that mid-Tennessee State game was a fluke. That's why. <laughs> Dude, the fact that, like, mid-Tennessee State, like, just destroyed Miami was so funny. Again, I think they'll be better than last year, just because I think they'll improve a little bit in that... Like, Josh Gaddis, they brought in, who's the OC at Michigan, won, like, the Broyles Award for being, like, the best coordinator in the country and just turned out to suck. Or just something just didn't work at Miami. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, who, who did they play they, they Texas have, A&M? They have a couple five stars coming in at O-line uh, along with that yeah. Alabama transfer. Yeah, who cares? It's worth. It's just worth noting. No, it's worth. I'm not worth saying noting. who cares. I'm not saying who cares to you. you, you I'm you, saying you know who, who you know who does care. Who? Javion Cohen, Cohen, the Alabama transfer. He cares because okay. we just mentioned. Him. Okay. My my point is my point is like not not who cares to you, but like who cares in terms of like we'll actually believe they're good. Remember they're going to be good because Tate Martell is going to come in and save them. Remember that. They turned out to be a wide receiver. Yeah, Tate Martell is a, that's a yeah. It's just there's always there's always this with Miami. Yeah, it's just it's I, never it never happens. I I'm kind of, I'm with you. I'm a <laughs> it's it's almost like what's the you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Mm-hmm. You're bad until you prove that you're good. That's, yeah, that's some what teams it doesn't apply to apparently. Like Miami. Like Miami. Except I'm also I'm guilty with doing this to Texas. But Well I think I think it's closer. fair. They're far closer. I, I think it's fair though, because look. They've done something in my remembrance. I don't remember Miami. You don't remember two thousand two? No. As a I'm twenty three. We have no memories of them being good. But they're supposed <laughs> uh, to be just magically better. No, I think it's this issue with big brand names, big, yeah. big brand schools. USC for the longest time was guilty of it too. Yeah. Um, obviously, now they are very much a team that that is in the conversation. That, that's in the conversation. Um, Miami, Texas, even UNC. Uh, you have teams like Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, yeah. Michigan, but again, prove like they they've given that proof. But even like I would say even Nebraska to some extent is kind of guilty of that. It's like yeah, like but but the thing is, I'm biased for Nebraska because I want them to win. I want yeah. them to be good, but like, it's what? just like a I don't think they can because they haven't in the past. Like yeah, they maybe had like. One or two really good seasons the past last 10 year to felt a years. little a little different. We don't have to go down this rabbit hole, but like they had lost every game the previous year by like three, and then they brought like everybody back. That's where the that's where like the enthusiasm came from. 
and that they brought Mark Whipple as their OC, who was the OC for Pitt with Kenny Pickett, which is another thing we'll get into. And so another one of my Hawkeyes teams. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Miami, they're not going to be good. Let's not overthink this. You know what? They might not be bad. But week one, it's the Battle of the Miamis. They play Miami, Ohio. That's awesome. So that that should be game day. They play Texas A&M, which will be fun because we'll pretend that both those teams are good. Both of them stink. <laughs> and they'll be great. Uh, they play Temple. Temple's one of those teams where, like, they could tote. Dude, I can just see it now. Them losing by three to Temple. Well, Temple, I like, I can't remember, at least in the pa- these past, like, few years, Temple. But, like, Temple before, care. like, from 2010, like, 2020, the 2010s, Temple They've had, had like, a solid, like a solid program there. Yeah. Uh, so I, was their coach for a little bit in that rule more recently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miami, I mean, you face Clemson and Florida State and Texas A&M. Those are yeah. three, at least three losses. Yeah. I think they could lose to NC State uh, as well. I think they go eight and four. That's my guess. The game they will look out for is do, definitely do that. They A&M. play Virginia. They do play UVA, but UVA they could lose to Virginia. UVA, you know, it's like NC State and Clemson is also like. I feel like UVA always gives Miami a good game. They do. W- weirdly enough, they yeah. just do. They beat them. They do. They should have beaten them last year in they Charlottesville have, in, the, in the worst football game I've ever seen. <laughs> that that was. That was pretty atrocious. That was a that was an embarrassment to the sport. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just love that. I'm going to pull up highlights of that game after goodness. after this episode. Good. So. Um. <laughs> but yeah, Miami. I think they're overrated. Um, but the question is, are these are these other schools in the ACC? Are they going to be better? Or worse than Miami. Um, if we move on, we can kind of talk about these. Me, I have I have some good things to say about about some of these teams. Well, let's go. Let's talk a little bit about Duke, Pitt, and Louisville. Those okay. are the next three. Duke's one I have. I have nice things to say about. What? You have nice things to say about Coach K? About Duke football. Oh, Duke football. Oh, football. Duke football. Yes. Okay. Mike Elko is good. A great coach. They bring Brad, uh, they bring back Riley Leonard, their quarterback from last year. Um, under Mike Elko, they're going to have a solid defense. Because they have Riley Leonard, I think they'll have a good offense. I think they can build off some momentum from last year. I like that. I I think they're I think they're legit. I think they're good. I like that when Elko came. Uh, or. Started to take over. They had allowed almost forty points a game, mm-hmm. and then that was cut almost in half to twenty-two. That's crazy. Yeah, that's an actual miracle. Yeah, they were they were an embarrassment two years ago. They are awful. The end of the the Cutcliffe era there was was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, that that's one way of putting it. Uh, I think Duke. 
Uh, I think Duke will be better than Miami, but I think they'll have the same record. I think they'll be eight and four. I wish they played each other. That'd be a good game. Because I feel like they're pretty even. You have an overrated Miami with a lot of talent. Uh, but with an underrated Duke team with an underrated that's with maximizing its yeah it's, its ability with less talent. Yes, exactly. It's like very much contrasting styles. Yeah, my only issue is the non-conference. I mean, Duke is going to start off against Clemson. I think that will actually be a pretty decent game. I think Clemson wins by thirteen. Yeah, it's going to be like a thirty-three to twenty kind yeah. of game. Uh, yep. thirty-four to twenty kind of deal. You play Northwestern, I think Duke wins that. You play UConn, I think Duke wins that. And you play Notre Dame. So the whole month of September. They could compete with Notre Dame. I don't think they would. Yeah, exactly, but yeah. same thing as Clemson. And that's what, yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. Duke's going to compete with really good teams, but they're not They're, they're not at that level. Where they still have the, the They're not the going to be able, yeah, they're not going to be able to get over that hump of even having like a big win. Yeah. They're going to play um, Florida State. And UNC, which I well, I also think will be losses. I think they'll be eight and four or seven and five. It, it, I think this year will really be a year to see. Duke is worse for sure than four of these teams: Clemson, Notre Dame, Florida State, UNC. Oh, they play Florida State too. Yeah. They're definitely worse than three. UNC, I would say, is the fourth. I think the rest of those games, they should win. If they go eight and four, I think that's really good momentum going into the next year uh-huh. to give them a chance of like, hey, we can actually compete and upset Clemson, yeah. upset Florida State. Yeah. Maybe they'll play out of conference, like an you know, out of conference SEC team or Big Ten team and, and beat them. That's what they need. Uh, to really like take the extra step, I don't think it's happening this year. Uh, if they go eight and four, I think that's a good indicator. If they drop a game that they should lose, I feel like that's going to set them back a little bit. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. So that's my take on Duke. What about Pitt? Pitt, I let's just say I don't know. They have the best uniforms in college football. Yeah. I, I do like them a lot. I absolutely love Pitt's home uniforms, blue with the yellow. You know what I don't like? Helmet. Their offense. But if they're wearing those jerseys, their offense is cool. Yes. Even though it – because, like, I, I remember – well, because the problem is, is that Pat Narduzzi hates good offenses. He's anti-good offense. <laughs> like, no, not, I'm not exaggerating. This is This is one of my other bias takes. He hates offense. Um, you know, it's funny because he I was, publicly complained about the Kenny Pickett year, which is crazy because that's the year they won. Yeah, the ACC but, championship. But but they weren't they uh, they weren't a ground and pound defensive team. So so does it even matter that they won? Uh, because they yeah. didn't win the right way, Tyler. They didn't win the right way. You know, so I, who cares that they won? I'm trying to think of like a comment that. Would take away your bias or your, de- or to be like a devil's advocate, but I can't. I maybe I'm just with you on these biases. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I mean, I just, I just that told me all I need to know about Pitt. 
like I was just like you know okay they peaked so like they, I don't think this is a bad pit team but I think they're I think they're mediocre they play Cincinnati West they're Virginia have a good defense, so they're gonna win games because they have a good defense they play Cincinnati West Virginia uh, yeah, I was I was about to say, oh, those could be do- those Maybe could be not tough. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Pro- yeah, th- that's that- probably more even than you would think. That West Virginia game, I just can't. It's at is it at Pitt or is it's it in it's in Morgantown, so it's I mean, at West Virginia. Be, that could be trouble. Could be. Could I'm not be. saying like I think they probably won still, but it could be. What's up? Another game. Notre Dame plays like half these ACC teams. They do every year. That's the way. That's it, because they're like, kind of like because that's the agreement for them being in the ACC for basketball. No, because they have to play like four, four to six ACC teams a year. Hey, I think it is okay. Let's see how many they've played. They rotate one, them because they've played Virginia in the past. They play one, two, three. Yeah, six. They have six games this year. Yeah, um, including. Including Pitt. So you have Cincinnati, West Virginia, and Notre Dame out of the conference. And then their first game of the season, I don't know what logo that is. I think it's an FCS team. Um, But you have four games out of the conference. You have UNC and Florida State. Yeah. Yeah, I I just see this team going 7-5. Yeah, I, I, no, I think that's right. My my complaints is is more for anyone who thinks they could be a nine or ten win team, which is ridiculous if yeah. that's the case. I, I, don't, I don't. I'm not saying that people are saying that. I'm just. I'm. I'm. It's the straw man. I'm just yelling at no one. The old man yells at cloud. That's what I'm doing. Old man yells at cloud. We yeah. love that. Uh, and then uh, Louisville. Louisville, will they, they be okay? Will they win more games than their football team did this year? You mean basketball? Yeah, well, excuse me. Will, will yeah. the Louisville football team win more games than their basketball team this How year? How many did the basketball team win again? I believe it was three. <laughs> Do yeah. we, should we confirm yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think Do, will, will Louisville, over under three? Over under three and a half? I, I feel decent going with over three and a half. Going out on a limb. Oh yeah, no, okay. Louisville was four and twenty-eight. Louisville could be and, okay in, in in basketball. So over under four games. You're going over. I'm going over. Uh, I like their coach. You know, what I also like their schedule. You know who they don't play? Florida State. You know who they also don't play? Clemson. Clemson. You know who they also don't play? UNC. Yeah, that's nice. Argu- arguably, the yeah. top three teams. They play, they play bitter rival Virginia because <laughs> they keep trying to shove that down everyone's throats. They're like Louisville, Virginia rivals, and everyone's like, no. But dude, I always is there. It's because they came in when Maryland left, because Maryland, Virginia were rivals. So they're like Louisville's just it's just Maryland. What's and we're like no? Did they not. come up with a name like a, a name for like the game that's played between Louisville and UVA? Like, like the border town war or something like that. Like, unfortunately not. But, <laughs> yeah, but real, real, real unfortunate. In, in, in basketball, they they call it the beatdown because Virginia's beaten Louisville. But no, Louisville has beaten Virginia in the ACC twice. They've played two to three times a year for the past decade, <laughs> and they've won twice against Virginia. Yeah, that's a Virginia owns them. Uh, anyway, 
Um, they get they do have Jack Plummer. They do have Jack Plummer, uh, who I think is decent. Uh, they've got some. They've brought in some transfers. I just this is more just a like liking the schedule and a trust in Jeff Brom, who I think is a good coach. I don't think he turns them into a great team right away, but like they could, I could easily see them sort of elevating above the middle of the pack there. Me as well. I, I'm Just totally with you. Schedule. That's. I mean, the the toughest game they play will be Notre Dame. Yeah. Or uh, and or Kentucky. Yeah. Um, at the end of the year. I mean, Miami will be. I think a tough game for them. Yeah, it'll be a good game. NC State, Pitt. I mean, just the normal ACC schedule. Yeah. Uh, the Cavaliers of UVA, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that non-conference. Is that Murray State, I think? I think so. Is John Moran going to pull up for that oh. game? Uh, Murray State, Indiana, Notre Dame, Kentucky. Are there are there uh, non-conference games? non a couple – Couple two and two, three and one. Yeah, potentially, potentially three and one, depending on Kentucky. I don't know about Kentucky this year. I, I think Louisville will win like eight games. Yeah, like the, the, because of that schedule. Yeah. If you replaced, if you replace, let's just look at these first three. Uh, or no, I'll just randomly take. If you replace Duke, Miami, NC State with Clemson, UNC. And Florida State, they're like five and seven. Yeah. But yeah, I think the schedule is just favorable for them. I agree. Yeah. So, all right. Then, all right. Let's talk NC State because I really nice. want to talk, talk NC State. I do too. I think this is going to, they're, they're at eight here. I have them high on my list. I do too. And, man, it's because dude, of two people. Because of two people, one's a coordinator and one's a quarterback. It's we're getting the reunion, so let's. I'll set the stage. Let me set the yeah, stage because because Ben is very used to setting this stage. Yeah. University of Virginia again. Wait, I thought we were talking NC State. We are. Don't worry. University of Virginia in 2021 had, I believe, the fourth best offense statistically in the nation. Yeah. Under coordinator Robert Anai, and. Left-handed quarterback Brennan Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, if you don't believe me, just watch any highlights of their offense from that year, mm-hmm. and you will see that offense shredded defenses, especially BYU's defense. But luckily, uh, the year that UVA shredded BYU's defense, BYU also shredded UVA's defense because mm-hmm. while they had one of the best offenses in the country, they had one of the worst defenses. Mm-hmm. Uh Robert and I goes to Syracuse, twenty twenty two. Syracuse has a lot of success offensively. Mm-hmm. UVA does not. Brandon Armstrong just didn't seem like himself, um, and then decides to transfer to NC State after NC State hires Robert and I. Yeah. Essentially, what I am buying and what Ben is also buying is that combination yeah. of Robert and I and Brandon Armstrong. Yeah. I think. I think they'll have a better defense than UVA did. Oh, for sure. Oh, they're they're supposed to be like amongst one of the better defenses. 
like the question. So they've got a new O line coach, Garrett Touje from UVA. Um, this past year they also had a guy Peyton Wilson. Yeah, who came back? Who came back? Who yeah, gone to the yeah. NFL? But like their question. That's I crazy. Think, I think their main question is the receivers. And here's the thing: Robert and I is really good at scheming wide receivers open. And I think he's going to be able to open his playbook even more than he did at Syracuse because there's a familiarity with Brandon Armstrong. To they've just got a comfort with each other that I think will allow them to to open up the things that they are doing at Virginia. Yeah, I just I really like their schedule too. Yeah, they they do play Clemson and UNC and Notre Dame. I'm gonna love. Love when they score 60 points against Virginia. It's going to be just a joy. That's going to be in Charlottesville, nonetheless. Yep. Um, they also play, let's not overlook VMI. Uh, VMI. Yeah, NC State will play VMI. Um, yeah, I just, I really, I really am just buying NC State. Uh, Dave, Dorian, Doran, Duran, the coach for NC State. NC State just yeah, – Doran. I mean, last year – last year that was kind of my biggest question mark with them. Because I love NC State. I really like – okay, I really like NC State. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm like some diehard. But I, do, I have always really liked NC State and tend to root for them. I did not – I was not the biggest fan of Devin O'Leary. Devin O'Leary. Devin Leary, excuse me. I'm thinking uh, Shark Tank. Kevin O'Leary. Don't get Devin Leary and Kevin O'Leary mixed up like I did. Um, but Devin Leary, I was not the biggest fan of him. I thought he was overrated. He was good. So it's hurt. And yeah, it gets hurt. Uh, but they were pretty – they were – I liked watching them last year. I think, and I think if that was my biggest question mark, and now you're getting Brendan Armstrong – and a nine, man, I love that. It, but it does – you do have to ask because because Brendan Armstrong oh, had Logan, such – Yeah, because that's such a roller coaster. He, again. He was so good. Putting up, so putting up Heisman numbers yeah. in 2021. And then just to get a new coordinator and just, eh. Last year, he, he was so bad. But I feel like that's – it wasn't him necessarily. I know. But some of it has to be. Yes, I agree. He has to take some responsibility. <laughs> if you're that bad, some of it's on you. Though I do think most of it was on the offense. As well. It's but, like Tanner Mangum almost. Yeah. With BYU. Yeah. Plays. Well, with Tanner Mangum, he sat out a whole year. I think that's that a whole was different... more like unfortunate. Yeah. It that's... just things stunted his development. This was more like just flat out like he went from like. You, you, anyway. Brandon Armstrong needs a certain system. Robert and I has, has that system. Yeah, I'm buying the fact that he and NC State and do it pretty well. Yes, that's what I'm buying. I so I love that with you. Um, okay, well, let's talk about these last few teams here. Um, we'll go. We'll go. Wake Forest, Syracuse, Georgia Tech, and then we'll talk about our two favorite teams who are. At the bottom in Virginia Tech and <laughs> University of Virginia. I can't wait for the two and nine Commonwealth vote. <laughs> um, um, anyway, 
anyways. Wake Forest, I mean, the honest truth is they're not going to be good. Yeah. Because they don't have Sam Hartman, and they don't have anyone really all that good. But Dave Clawson is coach. Yeah, and their schedule, their first three games, Elon, Vanderbilt, and Old Dominion, and Georgia Tech. They could be undefeated. They could I, be four zero. So. Like I, my point isn't to isn't to say oh they're going to be great, but but like I think they avoid a disaster because I just think they have a good coach that will allow them to be decent. They're going to be six and six. I that, I agree. That that's what they're going to be. It's going to be kind of a, a step back here, and. It was really fun, Wake Forest being good yeah. while it lasted. And I really, as much as I hate Notre Dame, I love Sam Hartman. Yeah. And uh, I think Wake, if they're going to be any good, the re- they could have been ACC champions and even potentially um, – a conversation for the playoffs if they even had a defense. If they had a tenth of if they had a tenth of UVA's defense last year. Yeah. They had a tenth of Clemson's defense last year. They because they had the offense. That that run pass option was ridiculous it's with Sam that. But their defense was just so bad they it was just a constant Score yeah. fest. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, so that's probably the biggest thing for me, apart from no Sam Hartman, uh, is the defense. They allowed almost thirty four points in their conference games last year. That's that's tough. Uh, but I think they're going to go six and six this year. That's my guess. Yeah. But Syracuse. Syracuse. I love Syracuse. Loves them last year because they they should have beaten Clemson last year. They should have. They should have beaten Clemson last year. They also play the Chicago Bears and the Washington football team in their first game. Dude, uh, if true, those are two easy wins. <laughs> no, it's uh, um, Colgate and Western Michigan and Purdue yeah. and Army. Those are their non-conference out the gate. I, I also, I also those are winnable with Sean Tucker and Robert and I, along with I think their defensive coordinator leaving as well. I think stock sort of down with them, but I do like Garrett Schrader. I think he's decent, and I think Jason Beck being the offensive coordinator is big. I'm a yeah. big fan of him. He was the quarterback coach for Taysom Hill, for Brennan Armstrong, for Bryce Perkins. I now for Garrett Schrader. It's very he's, good. He's an extension of Robert and I. I don't know. We have to see how he is as a play caller, but I figure they're going to run a similar offense and also be successful. So I count me as someone buying in on Syracuse. I I look at their schedule, and this is what it is. Four very winnable games. Yeah. Three games that they'll probably get killed. Clemson, yeah. UNC, Florida State, back to back to back. Yeah, they'll just lose all of those. Though. Then they have a bye week, and then they finish out their final five games. Very winnable. Yeah. They they could be in the top half of the ACC. Yep. They, they very well could be. Yep. If they drop any of those games, which I am going to guess they will, 
like I think Colgate, Western Michigan, Purdue, Army, I think they win those games. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, maybe Purdue, but no, Purdue's, Purdue's not going to be as good. Um, but I I think out of those four games and then their final five ACC games, that's that and maybe like Pitt or Wake yeah. or Wake or – those are kind of like iffy games. So I think they have five or six very winnable games, three more could win games, and then three games where they will not win. So yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I like that schedule. I love Jason Beck. You said it perfectly. He's just an extension, Robert and I. And Syracuse just had a really big jump last year. And Trader, I think, is going to be more – He's more mobile, and I wasn't He's more mobile than you would say. Yeah, I was, and I'm not like a hundred percent confident. Or at least last year, I wasn't like a hundred percent like confident in his, in his passing. But I think yeah. that's going to take a big step this year. I think so too. And so I really like Syracuse. Um, Should we move on? Yeah, Georgia Tech. It's just going to be the same. They're just going to be. There's just going to be four and eight. They've got because they've got. Um, they brought. They kept their interim coach that apparently the players like and stuff, and, and Brent Key. Um, so like maybe he could have some success, but I sort of don't like that they just didn't get someone new. You're bad until you're proven good, and they're they've just been bad. Yeah, and they've been. They, he was better. He created a better product, but like here's the thing. So this isn't an anti-coach thing. It's just like Haynes King looks like he's incapable of throwing a football. I don't understand where where we get this like liking for him. Is he the guy that when he A&M. was playing? Oh, okay, okay. He was at A and M, um, and then he would get hurt or benched, and they'd immediately be a thousand times better. <laughs> Who's the? But they kept Trump trying him out. What happened to the quarterback at Georgia Tech that last year on the final play of the game, instead of throwing like a hail mary, he just like ran out of bounds? Georgia Tech. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's the name of that quarterback? Yeah, I don't know, but he is not the starter. Zach Sims, I feel like. No, Jeff Sims was the starter, but he got hurt. That's right. He's now the guy in Nebraska. That's right, that's right. It was just some random white dude. Yeah, his name was Zach. I do know that. Yeah, and he sucked. Because I remember he was talking trash, and then he just didn't throw the Hail Mary. So, nice. (laughs) Uh, Good for you, guy. Um, Anyway, do we need to keep talking about them? No, uh, one thing I will say (laughs) – because um, I like to think like, okay, if their non-conference schedule, if Georgia Tech had, say, Syracuse's non-conference schedule, yeah, then I could be like, okay, they could win two to three, maybe four of those games, mm-hmm. and then if they squeak out a couple other wins, non-conference or within the conference, they could be eligible. <laughs> they play. I'm just gonna name two non-conference: Ole Miss, Georgia. So it was nice knowing that Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, we'll finish. We'll finish this out, and then we'll do our predictions. Yeah. Boston College. I I feel the same way about them. Yeah, they're just going to be. Oh yeah, I forgot about Boston College. Yeah, they will. Eh, whatever. It, they're not even. I don't even think they're worth our time. I agree. I don't even really. Boston College has not been relevant. There's only been two times in history. Well, if we're gonna talk about bad teams, I'd rather just talk about the bad teams that we care about. Well, I'm just I'm just gonna say Boston yeah, yeah. College has only been relevant 
Yeah. Twice in college football history. Matt Ryan. When Matt Ryan was their quarterback and when Doug Flutie was their quarterback. Yeah. If anyone would like to dispute that, please come come message us or contact us. I would love to debate that. Um, and it's just going to continue this year. They were 3-9 last year, 4-8, 3-9. Yeah. They they need a major rebrand. They, they, they need some help. Uh, <laughs> please Yeah. Help. So let's talk Virginia Tech, and then we'll talk your UVA Cavaliers. Yeah. Okay, so with Virginia Tech, I uh, (laughs) – um, I like a couple things that they did. I would would like if Kyron Drones is their starting quarterback, I would like them a little bit more if he is their starting quarterback opposed to Grant Wells. Because Grant Wells, that guy is cheeks. He's bad. Um, he's bad. Yeah. Um, I do like their receiver, um, Allie Jennings. He was, like, the best player at ODU for a few years. He was good. Um, I – defense, uh, I don't know. They're, they're not, not going to be good. Their non-conference consists of ODU, who beat them last year. Purdue, Rutgers, and Marshall. Yeah, they could do whatever in that in those four games. I kind of think they go two and two, which is like that. That that would be good. Yeah, and if you're good, you need to be better than two and two in those games. But yeah, they they do only have Florida State, so they don't play UNC or Clemson. They do play NC State. Um, and Syracuse and Wake Forest at, and Pittsburgh all at home, which could be to their advantage. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're just bad. Grant Wells is not good. I yeah. I think they could be potentially good. You get drones in, and you develop drones. That's what you need to do. Yeah, there's no point. In Grant Wells is horrible. Else. Yeah, I don't see. That. So that's and honestly. Uh, Getting Coach Pry was a good pickup. Um, in regards to Fuente, was Fuente horrible. And I do – I like to think that Virginia Tech in a few years, if they stick with Pry, can become like a 7, 8, 9. Yeah, I, I, I think he's on team. that trajectory because they're doing a good job recruiting in the state of Virginia. That's something that they're doing that another team, ACC team in the state of Virginia, is not doing. <laughs> um, so why why would you? There's no talent in Virginia at all. The problem is you're not going to be able to keep the talent in Virginia at this point. It's just hard because yeah. why? Honestly, to be candid, why the hell would you want to stay in Virginia if you're a good football player? There's no reason. Tradition, culture, yeah, education, yeah. There's just no reason. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, they're they're just gonna struggle this year. Yeah, I think I think they could have a I future, I, I think Virginia Tech will be better than Georgia Tech and Boston College. Yeah. But uh I kinda think Virginia and Virginia Tech might both be better than I, I was gonna Tech say that. College. So let's transition to Virginia. To Virginia. This is when I pass the reins to you, big fella. They're they could surprise me and win five games. That would be an astounding season for this team. Um, 
Because, I mean, we've got... A, they had to reload on the offensive line again that already sucked last year. Uh, they brought in the quarterback from Monmouth to save the day. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, our quarterback is the starting quarterback of Monmouth last year. Okay, well... Was he I do like good, it. Though? I do like good, it. Yeah, though. he is good. Like I'm, I'm more just being negative, just to be negative. Yeah. I think he's going to be decent. I don't think he's going to be great, but I think he'll be fine. Um, they've got good running backs. They've got Kobe Pace, who was the the second string at Clemson, who transferred. I think he's going to be good. They've got decent receivers. The O line's a question, but I think it'll be okay. Um, I think quarterback will be okay. Um, I think wide receiver will be okay. I think offensive line's very iffy. Um, wide receivers, like your best wide receivers are Malik Washington, a transfer from, he was the leading receiver at Northwestern. Malachi Fields, who should step up and be good. You have a four-star redshirt freshman, Dakota Twitty. Sophomore, Sean Wilson. Junior, Demick Starling. Like, they've got some guys there, so I'm not too worried. Um, Jaden Gibson, a, like underrated freshman who I think will be okay. Uh, the defense is where this team's going to be pretty good. The question is the offense. That's the thing. It was so bad last year. Dez Kitchings, I don't believe, is a good offensive coordinator. Um, but maybe Tony Musket fits better than what Brennan Armstrong was for them. And so they see some success there. The defense should be really good, like legitimately good. They brought back most of the guys in the front seven, except for Nick Jackson, who's at Iowa, linebacker. They brought back most of the defensive line. Defensive line will be really good. Linebackers will be decent. And then the secondary, they lost a lot there, but brought in Malcolm Green, a safety corner from Clemson. Uh, a transfer from SMU, a JUCO transfer. You've got also a transfer from Iowa State, along with a couple of high three-star, low four-star guys that have been here for a few years. So, you know, I think Virginia, you know, like, I think it's a question of do they win two to three games or do they win four to five? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they win four to five. Their schedule's brutal, though. Their front half of the schedule is very brutal. Their first six games, you got Tennessee. Your two, quote-unquote, easier games are against JMU and William and Mary, two yeah. other Virginia schools that – have really good football teams. Yeah. Boston Colts. Um, JMU is FBS. Um, William Mary is not, but JMU. But still, they're like, decent. I mean, JMU was ranked top 25 last year. There would be nothing more ironic than Virginia losing to Mike London and William and Mary for the first time since they had Mike London as their coach. <laughs> That'd be very fitting. Um, uh, but the last half of that schedule. You have UNC, Miami, Georgia Tech, Louisville, Duke, Virginia Tech. You could win. They could win a few of them. You could win. You could win three or four of those games potentially. The problem is, I think, I think those, I think they're like, they're underdogs in all of them, but they could win a few. They won't be favored in like any of these games. But I don't mean that as in they won't win any. I just think in each individual matchup. Love it, but they will win a few. Times. Yeah, and and I think that's a really good stepping stone for UVA. Yeah, if they just get better, I'm just because the one, the only thing that has been good is basically 
defensive coordinator is really good. So the defense is good. They're getting good players on the side of the ball. And just the fact that they've been good in the portal. They've been really bad high school recruiting. Um, anyway. Well, yeah, so that'll wrap this up. We're going to do our picks for the ACC. Yep. Here. As Ben and I are writing our picks down in Sharpie, mind you, so we, we can't – no backseats. Oh, it's my best rip. All right. Cool. We are going to number these 1 through 14. Oh. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Like I did last time. Yeah, I can go first. All right, there we go. Worst team is going to be Boston College. I also have Boston College. Next worst team will be Georgia Tech. I also have Georgia Tech 13. What do you got at 12? I've got Virginia Tech. I have UVA. I think they're pretty comparable, but I just have to pick them for That's I can't fair. Not. So, or do we agree that those are? I'm putting Tech at eleven. Yeah, so we can just Virginia Tech. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, number ten. I wait. Look at these teams again. This is where it feels like you you up in. This is a different tier. Yeah. I got Wake Forest. <laughs> got UNC. Wow. <laughs> At number 10. Yeah. Dude, screw them. <laughs> <laughs> um, number 9. I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, I'm going to go Miami. At nine, I'm also going Miami. Dang, dude. Eight, I'm going to go Pitt. Eight, I'm also going Pitt. Seven, I'm going to go Louisville. Seven, I'm going with Wake. Six, I'm going to Syracuse. Six. It's between two for me. Go with your gut. Six, I'm going to Louisville. Five, I'm going to go UNC. Five, I am going with Syracuse. Four, I'm going to go Duke. Four, I'm going NC State. Uh, 
three. I don't know. You go. I've been going first. Who's your third? Are you having problems with this? Kind of, yeah. Really? Okay, three I'm going to. Uh, I'm just I'm just surprised that you have a problem with three. Is it because you think the top two are obvious? Yes. Uh, I love them, but I don't love them that much. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to love them. Okay. I'm going to go floor State at three. Okay. I'm going to go Florida State. You know, I, I think Brandon Armstrong is better than Jordan Travis. Okay. I don't hate that take. I, I, I just think he is. I don't hate that. I think it's going to come down to that. Two, I'm going Florida State. All right. I'm going to go NC State, and then we're both going to have Clemson. But that's not counting our championship. We are championships. Oh, okay. I I want to go Clemson's going to be NC State okay. at my championship. I've got – so in the regular season, um, I have that Clemson is obviously won over Florida State because they beat Florida State in the regular season. Um, but I have Florida State getting revenge. I think they're just two very even teams. So who doesn't – whoever doesn't win the first one will win the second. So I've got Florida State beating Clemson. But with that all being said, I think I think Florida State probably loses to LSU and Clemson probably loses to Notre Dame. And I think that they take each other out of the playoff. Cannibalism at its finest. Yeah. Florida, Clemson would have been the representative, but Florida State keeps it out of the end. All right. Cool. Nice. It's a good pod. Good pod. Good episode. We got SEC next week. Yep. That yeah, good. I'm looking forward to it as well. So, all right, till next time. This has been BAT Talk College Sports. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening. Thanks again, and until next time.